You're listening to another edition of Absolutely Nothing Going On. It's your host here, Rich, a.k.a. Borlord. If you enjoy the show today, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, or review. You can catch me outside on Instagram at Richardometry, on Twitter at Richardography, and steady every day at angopodcast at gmail.com. Music for this segment produced by Taketones.com. Thanks for listening. Are you ready for what comes next? Let's start the show. Hey there, window shoppers. It's your boy, Rich, a.k.a. Boylord. You just heard it. You know who I am. I got absolutely nothing going on here for another lovely early, early morning. My uh, script got flipped. My script flipped. Sound like something you go to the doctor for, you know? <laughs> yeah, instead of doing these bits by myself in the middle of the night in my car, uh, somewhere along the line the past couple of weeks, I uh, my script flipped. I started waking up between 4 and 5 a.m. every morning for one reason or another, and then I'm just awake. So I said, let's take advantage of this and stop being super late to work (laughs) because I'm up at 3 fucking o'clock in the morning because I just can't put it down, and I'll just use it to my advantage. So it is early AF again, but uh, I just want to record a little preface to this episode because there's a couple of exciting things that are coming up, okay? Uh, not only is this another Scratchy Mania episode, okay, which I'm going to talk about here in a second, but this past week, our buddy Manny stopped by from the band Henrietta, okay, two different times. He doesn't live far from here. He comes over sometimes, uh, and we like to sit on the porch and just, you know, bullshit and whatever. So he comes by and did another Scratchy Mania with us a few days after this one which this one was recorded either the day after or a, uh, the uh, second day after the last Scratchy Mania that we did, which seems to be getting a, a pretty decent um, feedback. In any case, so we do another Scratchy Mania here. A couple days later, Manny comes over. We do another Scratchy Mania. So um, what I'm trying to do here is um, get this episode up for you guys today and then either tonight or tomorrow morning at this time surprise surprise get the episode with manny up scratchy mania kind of as a back-to-back volume two scratchy mania since they were so close together they're all so close together just because we gamble all the fucking time i guess anyway it's a fun thing that we're already doing it's an easy bit of audio to record and it's fun it's funny okay at least i think so you guys let me know. I seem to be getting good response, so uh, let me know what you think of the Scratchy Mania. Uh, if you like scratch-offs, um, or at least like hearing us scratch them off. It's just for fun, man. So, uh, so yeah, hit us up. Any questions, comments, concerns, uh, what you thought about this, uh, this uh, segment. And then, of course, we're going to have Manny on again for a back-to-back Scratchy Manias. And then, okay, I said Manny from, my buddy Manny from... Henrietta, okay? Henrietta's been a band for about the past 10 years or so. Uh, Toured the whole U.S. several, several times. And uh, they were having their very last farewell, goodbye forever, we're done with Henrietta show on 420, okay? Which is coming up pretty quick at Will's Pub in Orlando on Mills Avenue. Will's on Mills. If you haven't heard this band before and you are in Orlando, go get a ticket to this. If you haven't heard this band before and you're anywhere else, you know, 
pop over to Spotify, YouTube, um, Google Play. I think they're on just wherever you can find it. Listen to this band. It is good. Okay. I enjoy this music very thoroughly and it happens to be a very good longtime friend of mine. And, uh, so yeah, their last show ever is coming up. Go get your tickets. It's, uh, it's five bucks online. Okay. Or, uh, I think their box office, quote unquote, go to the bar, ask for tickets. Um, and then day of whoop do fucking do three more dollars. It's eight bucks to get in. If you forget, just bring some cash, bring a 10, bring a 20. Okay. This is a deal that I'm going to offer. I just thought of this a minute ago. This is a deal that I'm going to offer for listeners because I'm going to be out at this show. Okay. We're doing a live event. We're doing a live event. We're doing a live event. Okay. I have nothing to do with this event. I'm just going to attend. But anyone who's listening in Orlando that hears this show, uh, I'm going to say this again <clears throat> on uh, uh, intro for the next couple of episodes as well. If you come, if you've listened to this show, and you show up to Will's Pub, and you know who I am, or you can find me from my picture, there's plenty of them online, and you come up to me and say, Rich or Borlord, people call me both, my script has flipped, okay? If you can come up to me, if you have the guts, uh, and can find me, come up to me and say, Rich, Borlord, my script has flipped, and I will buy you a whole certified grade A beer okay not of my choosing of your choosing i will buy you a beer just to let me know okay i'm trying to make this as easy as possible if you're going to the show you've heard the episodes come and hit me up say what's up let's talk about it i just want to hear from some folks okay anything anyway i'm gonna get on to uh to letting you all listen to this episode just wanted to preface with a couple of things after that got all that bullshit out of the way. A couple of things interesting about this episode. Um, we start in, I'm talking about my uh, very most recent band that I was in for for several years. We toured a bit um, called Diesel and Dixie. Okay. We had it out there in Texas. Rough guys, rowdy, fucking rock and roll, metal, rock and roll. <laughs> Uh, rock and roll metal sandwich. It was basically the double down of rock and roll and metal. KFC's double down. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know where this is coming from. But, uh, yeah. So, for, started out talking about that band. True Lawton, Adam Brady, uh, Zach Bogart, Bradley Palmer. Who else have been a part of it? I don't know. Uh, Olin Roth used to be in there. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to Olin. He's out on the West Coast now. But uh, in any case, so we're talking about that. You can find that music if you just want to hear what it's like. Uh, you can find that up on, uh, I think, Bandcamp. It might be on, I don't know. Just search for Diesel and Dixie Band, Texas, or whatever. Um, it's still on Facebook. That sort of thing. You can You can find the music through there. Or hit me up. And guess what? I am going to send you some music if you hit me up and say what's up um and then of course the other thing that i'm talking about the hijack irreverent radio live that is my buddy dj zwayne at dj zwayne on all social media go find him he runs and has run for many many years the uh, website called the end t-h-e-e-n-d 
theend.fm. Okay. He's had that for a very long time. This guy has worked in radio. Um, he's taught at uh, Connecticut School of Broadcasting, all that sort of thing. He uh, he just he's a fun friend of mine. He has these couple of shows that are pretty good. So if you get time, go check those out. That's what I referenced, uh, at least in the first half of the show. Um, but yeah, and then we get into the scratchy, scratchy bit. And then at the end, I just want to say this. We're not doubling back on ourselves. This episode, like I said, was done maybe a day, the next day or two days after uh, the last Scratchy Mania episode, which I actually wasn't finished editing the audio from the first Scratchy Mania before we did this one. And that's why in the end of this one, I uh, we name the thing. So this came up, what should we call it? Scratchy Mania. So yeah. So um, anyhow. I'm going to shut up now. Thank you guys for listening so much. Again, hit us up. Let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, without further ado, it's me and Pops as per usual. I think the, the main reason that I want to do podcasts is because one of my favorite things ever about being in a band was being in the studio. I loved being in the studio. I loved having a microphone. Okay. And just going to town. I was always kind of a director, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I helped kind of conduct, uh, you know, because True speaks his own language. Mm-hmm. Adam speaks in musical terms. Yeah. You know, because he knows music. Right. From learning how to, uh, learning drums. Right. Uh, properly, at least drumline and all that sort of shit. Right. But then Brad and Zach also had a different language. But I happen to kind of understand each one of them and what the fuck they're talking about. Right. And they would, all the time, there would be some sort of thing going on between them where they were just like, what the fuck? You know, like, what are you even talking about? You know, <laughs> and I would have to be the one that says, he's saying this and blah, blah, blah. And like, oh, oh, okay. You know, totally avoiding, uh, yeah. avoiding you know, <clears throat> total issues. But right. that was at its best in the studio, you know, where I can kind of, <coughs> most of the time in the songwriting process, I had a lot of say so. But I didn't have any kind of control over the, you know, they wrote their parts. Right. I would just say we need something more like this. So I was kind of like a halfway producer where I would be like, this this sounds good until this point. Change it after this, yeah. you know, like in the writing process. But then when we were in the studio, you know, you're listening back. You're saying this, you know, this needs to tighten up here or now that I'm hearing it on like professional gear, we need to like do something about, you know, can you turn this up or down or whatever? It, not, not in like a controlling way. You know, I said control before. It's not that I wanted control. <clears throat> right. It's that I wanted it to be as be- as good as it could. I see. And I mean, I hope that that's most people's goal going into a studio type situation, but yeah. Um, I just was always trying to tweak things, get like a little bit better, yeah. a little bit cooler sound, a little bit right. more, you know, what if we did this? What if you turned this all the way up and stood over here and, you know, 
rubbed your scratch your ass this way while you were playing that riff and then they would do it and it would be like sometimes it would be like no that's no good but a lot of times it would be like yes okay this is we're we're yeah. on to something here you know so that was always like the fun part of, of being in a studio <clears throat> as well as being in the booth you know the vocal booth because right. being the singer uh i just loved you know being in front of the mic everybody on the other side of the glass and they're you know I can't hear what they're saying, you know, until they press the button and click in. You know, you're hearing the headphones like, yeah. hey, uh, uh, on the, let's go back to the second verse. Uh, there was a part in there, something, something. And then the button unclicks and you can't hear what they're saying. You know, you got headphones on and you're in an ice, totally isolated room. <laughs> so you're just watching them out there and you know, like, you know, those motherfuckers are just like riffing on you, you know, <laughs> making fun of you. But the best thing, like the greatest thing was, which it, I love that group of guys. <clears throat> we had such a good time together. The funnest moments was when they clicked on that button and you like immediately could hear everyone in the room like laughing hysterically, right? <laughs> it's something you did, whether intentionally or unintentionally, you sounded like a dumbass or you just yeah. said some like offhanded comment that, you know, that was the best feeling when you hear like, and then you just, ha, 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 you know, everybody's <laughs> laughing in the background. That was great. That was a that was one of the highlights. <clears throat> That's funny. But either way, I love being in the studio, which podcasting is kind of like doing a studio. When I hear podcasts, okay, <clears throat> this is the trend in podcasts right now. Right. Shows that sh- sound like they should be on NPR. Right. Right? Very, yeah. you know, they got these light musical transitions or, right. you know, whatever. And then there's stories. There's a lot of, like, Foley work, you know, or street sounds and sure. coffee shop sounds or, you yeah. know, whatever it may be. They produce it to kind of sound like yeah. NPR. And that's not bad. I don't dislike sometimes I like to listen to something like that. Right. But on the median, when I think of podcasts, I think of like uh uncensored, unregulated radio shows. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh XM or whatever satellite radio took it to the next level in that regard, you know, and that was the whole thing with like Howard Stern and all that shit. Right. Um that's kind of like that was what the pre-runner to podcasting, but it never caught on as widely as podcasting, I don't think. Yeah. But yeah, they were radio shows, you know? And like when oh like okay, take back in two thousand eight when I was on uh Irreverent Podcast, which is now Irreverent Radio Live. Um I just listened to the episode of the hijack uh that I was on uh the live Instagram video that I was chatting on yeah. when they were recording it. And Jose, Zwayne, DJ Zwayne, and uh, the five-minute professor from, uh, he does a bit on Jim Phillips' show, The Phillips File on Real Radio. And, yeah, so I started that podcast back in 2008. I mean, really, it was Jose and Anthony Bouye. Mm-hmm. You know, he was just talking about it. He was like, oh, I started with my buddy Bouye. And I was like, Oh, what about me? (laughs) (laughs) But I was there, you know, I was only there for like a, like two months or something, two or three months. And then I was gone, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, and they continued it on for a while, quite a while after that. Uh, and I mean, it's still going on, you know, now it's DJ Zwayne, Jose Zwayne, and he has a couple other recurring guests, you know, Mm -hmm. that are like a second voice. You know, All right. Which is great. Which is who you are. Okay. 
you know, in this setting. In this setting. You know, if you have any thoughts, ideas, barge in, and I'll give you the floor. I'm just talking because there's dead space. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you, so. No, yeah, no, please uh, interrupt anytime. Well, that was a great story. I cannot relate to it at all, so whatever, you know. I just. Uh, what do you mean, like being in the studio? Your studio story. Yeah. In front of the mic, people laughing, you know, that whole, Never been in that st- that whole story. Never been in that whole, never been in that how situation close, before. How close have you gotten to something like that? Like, uh, like, uh, were you on stage giving a live performing or uh, something? Or uh, well, I used to addressing at, a crowd at, at H two O live. Mm-hmm. I used to talk between bands. Oh, uh, the yeah, the show, yeah, the uh, the concert production, right? right. Yeah. That, but as far as your H two Olive, H two Olive, yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> yeah. Cause you were kind of, you were kind of part of the team there. He's spearheading that whole thing. Yeah. I you kinda, were at every show. I got it started. You there came near the from, end. I didn't go much. Yeah. Kind of handed off the reins. Off to Blake. What yeah. a guy. He, what's his relationship again? I know we know somebody else that he knows or something like that. Uh, only his son was in a band. Yeah. What band? His first band, what I never did here, was Thorn. Some super Christian name? No, it was... Uh, Thorn Crown. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it was... I can't think of the name of it right now, but, you know, it had that name, but I didn't know him by that. You may have known him before then, but... I don't know. I just I, remember I had another connection to that guy besides just that production. Hmm. I I don't know. Had you started that before I left and went to Austin or New York or Germany or wherever the fuck I went? <laughs> wherever you went off to, wandered off. Never, it was Texas. Never came back. It was Texas because we came and played that once or twice. You played uh, H2O once. Yeah. Yep. A big show night. That we was had- uh, was that the time that Tony Danza tap dance extravaganza played. Yeah, and there was another guy that came in late and played last. It's kind of well-known in the area. Huh. Or his, I don't know. His band was. Right. He, he came over by himself and played. I think you were instigated getting him to come. Hmm. But you were instrumental in putting him at that show. But see, he was already playing a show that night. Who was it? I don't know. It's been so long. Yeah. I mean, like what, five or six years? <laughs> Too oh long to gosh. remember at this point. It is a long time. Either way, that was that was a pretty good show, I remember. Yeah, I had a lot of fun there. But uh you started kind of started that there. Oh I did, yes. Yeah, you totally did. They of course they had the venue, they had all the sound huge sound gear and right, right. you know, this big old big ass thing downtown. But y- you know, I think it was uh, underserved without using it also as a venue, right? Right, right. Had some big shows there, but uh, they were all that uh, hardcore, deathcore, death metal, death, whatever it is, blackcore, you know, (laughs) all those ones. Yeah, right. Deathcore, you know, that was kind of what it turned into. 
Yeah. And it was known as a venue for that kind of music. So Yeah, Orlando's like always been that scene. A lot yeah. of scene kids, a lot of, right. uh, you know, it's a lot of hardcore. Uh, it was, uh, I think they're just all angry because they wear it. They fucking wear jeans and like leather jackets and shit all year round. And yeah. then they're just pissed off. They get to a show. They're just like, yeah, fuck everything. Yeah, right. And they walk around with like heavy, wearing heavy clothes in the summer and everything. Yeah. You know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> I was one of those assholes too. Wearing jeans was fucking ninety five degrees outside. Yeah, yeah, eight thousand percent humidity. Those skinny jeans you guys used to wear. Yeah. Well, I didn't wear them back. I didn't wear them back in the day. I wore them in Texas, which pff, you want to talk about hot? Yeah. Yeah. We I, there was some summer shows. Well, when you, when but that was denim. You, when was, your band came through town. Yeah, but yeah. I kept it. I kept it. Uh, my saving grace was that I had. Um, Sleeveless, yeah. I want sleeveless, right? Which that's not like on a <laughs> how how uh, ingenuous of me or what was it ingenious? What am I talking about? You know what I'm saying? Well, it wasn't the a word genius industrious or whatever. Of me, uh, uh, what's the what's the unique kind oh. of? Yeah. Uh no. Yeah, Sorry. there's a word in there. Can't yeah. brain can't get to it. Not a big deal. I think the word that it was searching for, though, was scratchies. Scratchies. You know? Well, there's... uh, You know scratchies? Exactly. Scratchies are... They come on a roll. They're mostly duds. (laughs) Mostly. Uh, Very disappointing. They can range from very inexpensive to very expensive. Yeah. I think the top card is uh, 50. Is it a 50? I've seen $50 oh, cards. I hadn't I'd seen a 20, but I had not seen a 50. I don't know. I hadn't But I have I never really examined them that close. I hadn't know. yeah, I hadn't looked here in um because you're not looking for what's the highest dollar card I can get on here, you know. Oh yeah, no. What if you what, I mean the small ones the odds are so much better that you're going to win than the big ones. Yeah. Or maybe vice versa, but either way, as much as you lose on the one and two dollar cards, mm-hmm. imagine you spent fifty fucking dollars and nothing. Yeah, just threw fifty dollars on this fucking card stock bullshit, nothing piece of paper that's useless, that is totally trash at this point. Yes, not even worthy of wiping your ass. That's gambling. That's gambling. <laughs> That's gambling, my friend. This is what we're doing here, uh, which we did before. And the last, uh, the first and uh, the last, not the last, uh, final last, but uh, the, the very last ticket that we did uh, was the money roll. The money roll yeah. is a $2 card, and we won three times. I listened back to that uh that bit of audio, and I did say it did. I read it somewhere here on the card. It said, <clears throat> "Went up to ten times on one card." I don't know where it says that on here. I thought you read it twice. <clears throat> yeah, went up. You know, went up to ten times on one card, and I didn't even see that. Yeah, you know. 
So I was operating under the assumption that you could, if you had a winning number, you could only use that number once. And then, you know, if you scratched it off, it was up. But I guess you could, you know, our number was, our winning number was nine. That won twice on the same card. Yeah. That was what was so stunning. But what if every space, all all 10 spaces were nines? You know what I mean? What do you do then? Yeah. That's uh, that's an incredible card, I guess. You wouldn't have to turn it in. It'd be more valuable to, you know, sell it out. If it's truly random. Then that's got to be a possibility of happening, right? Yeah. I don't know. All I know is <clears throat> anything's possible in this game. Anything's possible. But you gamble for fun. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so we had uh, we already had a winner card on the board here on the uh, on the table. That was a ten times the cash. Uh, that one was uh, two bucks. Two bucks. So that one had paid for itself. So we were at zero with that so far. Out of four cards, first one paid for itself. Okay? Yeah. So now we're down to $6. This card that we scratched last time was $2, a $2 card. The money roll was a $2 card. And it not only paid for itself, but it netted us another $2. Doubled our money. Doubled our money. So at this point, we're $2 up and two cards down. Okay? Anyway, so we got uh, two cards left. All right? One of these, because the money roll net us an extra $2, is paid for. So all we've spent for these four cards, technically, we got that much entertainment for only $2 so far. Yeah. Okay. If this next card is a winner. Wow. If it pays for itself. And this one pays for itself, then we, we made all two that bucks. Entertainment. Then, we paid, then we got paid two bucks yeah. to have this much fun. There we go. Doesn't get any better than that. It doesn't get any better than that. But even if this if this card next card that we're going to scratch loses, it's no problem because that one's already paid for anyway. So then the then the then the last one will determine, and we still got four cards for two bucks. There we go. Man, we're just we're you know. Anyway, you do this uh, weird math that I'm doing right now. <laughs> I know it. It all comes back to we walk out of here with either nothing or $2. So, <laughs> right. I picked last night. I went with the money roll. So, you got to pick tonight. We got the uh, $30,000 lucky win. Went up to $30,000. That should be kind of redundant. Again, that's taking up half the fucking card. All right. Just to say, thirty thousand lucky win win up to thirty thousand, right? Yeah, <laughs> pretty stupid. You get the gist. It could just say thirty thousand dollars at the top, <laughs> and then and then have this scratch pattern. It's like give right. the instructions, you know, make it a little easier. Uh, so yeah, thirty thousand dollar lucky win, uh, or the thousand dollar a week for life, guaranteed. 20 years you can tell lawyers wrote that yeah well i mean it's uh they have to put a cap on it they can't just what if you you know what if you were 18 you have this card they gotta pay you a thousand dollars a week fifty two thousand dollars a year like a fucking mailman salary i think i think the only way they do it they say life but it's 20 years 20 years to life 20 years to life but for life yeah or it's life to 20 years (laughs) 
Right. <laughs> Whichever comes first. So, yeah, which one do you want to do? Uh, what were the two choices? <laughs> <laughs> oh, $30,000 lucky win yeah. went up to 30000 Okay. And $1,000 a week for life. Guaranteed 20 years. Uh, that one says over... Sixty million four hundred thousand in total cash prizes in the whole of this game. I'm assuming. Okay, I don't think yeah. that's per roll. Right. Yeah, pretty high, <laughs> pretty high cost. But overall, that's what they're spending on the thing. So, what do you think? Let's go the thousand dollars a week for life. All right, thousand a week for life. Let me get my handy dandy. Uh, scratch them cheese knife. Yeah. And, uh, okay, so the rules are pretty simple, just like always. Uh, but let's go over again because this is a different card. We have, uh, okay, match any of your numbers. This is a common theme. Match any of your numbers to either winning number, win prize shown for that number. Got it. Get a 2X symbol. Win double the prize shown for that symbol. Get a money bag symbol. Uh-oh, we saw that on the money roll card as yeah. well. Yeah. The money bag symbol is pretty popular with Florida Lottery. Yeah. Uh, get a money bag symbol. Win all 10 prizes shown. Prizes, yeah. including top prizes, are subject to availability availability. Uh, at time of ticket purchase. Again, we saw that one last night. So the uh, winning numbers here, there are two over and under. These uh, also have uh, the cash symbol, internationally recognized. Internationally known, I might add. Yes. Freddy, Freddy, what's his name? Freddie Tiffany. Freddie Tiffany. Internationally known, I might add. Okay, so, wow, this card is uh, kind of starting to echo the last one. Uh, this one, first winning number up on the top is the number one. Number one. one. Now, we had number one on the last card, but it did not win. So, that could be, it could go either way. This is supposed to be random. Okay, so the next winning number to complete the set, the number seven, number seven. All right. Okay, number seven and number one. We're looking for a one or a seven. One or seven. So let's move on to your numbers. <clears throat> your numbers. The first one up on the right. Like we do here in the old U.S. of A. Uh, the first number up here is a 10. Mm. 10. 10 is not going to be a good uh, fit for us because it doesn't happen to align with a 1 or a 7. So uh, the number 10 was worth $100. $100. 100 So not a big loss there. We're not, uh, not going into uh, stray territory yet. Okay, so next number up 
is a nine. Oh man, if we had a nine again. Oh man. Nine, number nine. So number nine is not going to do it for us either. So we have a ten and a nine. Maybe uh, <clears throat> we'll get eight and then seven. Yeah. And then we'll uh, we'll win that way. The number nine, even if we had had it, came with a price tag of only four dollars. Uh, moving on, third space here. Third space. Uh, number 13, 13, 13 will not do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. 13 is not going to accomplish our goals. 13, the number 13 was only worth $20. So still we're at a kind of a low price point on the prize winnings. So, uh, that's kind of hopeful. What is not hopeful, though, is the number 27. 27. Mm. That is a full 20 points up from our number 7. And a full 26 points up from our number number 1. 27 came with a price tag of $200. Okay, so $200. Still, we're not seeing anything over $1,000. Right. Uh, So... Let's keep going. Might as well. Might as well. I don't want to give up now. Never been a quitter. I'm not going to be one now. Oh, and you shouldn't give up because the next number is a number seven. Number right. seven. Okay, so folks. $1,000 a week. Come on. <clears throat> $1,000 a week. We don't know what this is going to be here, but I'm going to say that... If this wins even two dollars, yeah, we will have had all of this entertainment for absolutely free, even if the next card doesn't win. Well, I, what am I, some sort of fucking hype man here? You know, I, I, think I feel so. like I'm really, really trying to sell uh, doing low dollar value scratches. You know, <laughs> don't start a gambling addiction just because of my. Uh, uh, how wonderful it is, you know. <laughs> Just don't, um, don't start handing one your keys or anything. Okay, so let's see. The number seven, number seven is going to give us two dollars, <coughs> and there it is. Hey. Ding, 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 ding. All right. We now have uh, what is this? Investment equilibrium. Yeah, two dollars. Two dollars. So we have two dollars. Up here on the number seven and five spaces to go. So uh, all the way to the left on the second row. The first number on that row is number 18. 18. Mm -hmm. Number 18 is not going to do it for us, unfortunately. Number 18 comes with a price tag of only $20. Man, this has been a very low dollar value card here. Let's see. Next number up. The number 25. 25. Not looking good. Yep. I think we probably hit the uh, jackpot already. I don't know if we'll be lucky to hit three on one card like we did before. Who knows? There's still three spaces. 
All right. Well, let's find out. Okay, so the number 25... The number 25 was worth $200. Only $200. So, so far, we have not seen anything break even 1,000, let alone 1,000 a week for life. There's still time. So, we have the number 25. Now, we have the number 26. Hmm. 26. Number 26 was worth only $5. I don't think I've seen anything like this in the history. I know. It's usually 10,000 or 20,000, well, at least one <clears> of them. <throat> Next number up 12. 12. 12 is not going to do it for us. The number 12 was worth $100. $100. Man, it is really maintaining this. Okay, but who cares, because it's already written off. Right. Am I right? That is correct. Uh-oh. The last number on the bottom row is a number three. Number three. The number three uh, came with a price tag, though, of only $30. Uh, This entire card... Not one prize broke one thousand dollars. Isn't that incredible? Amazing. We were damn lucky to get that two dollar one. But hey, a win's a win, and I will take it. All right. I think next time we might try a little bit different format that I just thought of during this uh, session. So, okay, you might want to tune in next time. Uh, what are we gonna call this? What what should we call this segment? Scratchy Uh Mania? Scratchy Mania. Yeah. Yeah. Got a good ring to it. (laughs) All right. So join us next time on Scratchy Mania.